and welcome to the Casey Chiropults podcast brought to you by CATS Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush. I'm joined with my good friend, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, how the heck are you today? Man, I am doing fantastic. If if I were any better, I would probably be president. No, I wouldn't want to be president. <laughs> you know. Let's not even go there. Yeah, as of the time of recording this, we just talked about the stock market being down. Of course, we're going to blame the president because the president's in charge of everything, right? Right. Down to if I got a hangnail. Seems like it. Anyway. You know, seems like it. I don't know, but yeah, I. You, you know, and, really it, and it's and it's funny. You know, we think we have issues in our chiropractic practice. Can you imagine oh being president of the United States? Holy cow! I mean, that's that's way more responsibility no. than I'd ever want. No, because if you spill hot coffee on yourself in the uh, in the drive-through, it's it's the president's fault. Because he yeah. didn't have some safeguard in place. Because no. we're completely helpless now, right? Can't, can't yeah. win for losing. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, have we had anybody uh, write in this week? We have, and and actually, so this was this was one of multiple. Um, and so, uh, shout out to Joe from Columbus for sending this one in. Appreciate uh, appreciate this question. Joe's got a problem that he's trying to get a little help with. And this is, it's a bit nondescript. And when I read the email, I thought, okay, this is something we need to address because this happens a lot of times. So the problem is, hey, doc, I've got some dropouts in my practice. And they're not dropouts because of poor care, I don't think. Because I'm also seeing on some of my review websites, which this is the big dagger in the heart right here, a couple of my review websites, I'm seeing that there was a poor experience in my office. It's fairly nondescript. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. And I don't know why people are dropping out of care, but I'm concerned that it's something going on within my office, not my care. And how would I determine that? and that's a question that we have heard in the past. We have. So I already know Many how times. you're going to answer it. <laughs> We've walked into offices and made a very quick determination on why somebody's practice is not doing well. But sometimes the obvious for for a lot of people just isn't so obvious. And right. it's something that you and I have keyed on for years. So tell me a little bit, if, if, I, if this were me and I said, Doc, I got a problem. I got people dropping out of care and I've also, uh, I, I, I got some bad reviews going on. What would be the first thing you would do if you're going to come in? What would you tell me as an owner to do? Well, the first thing is you need to review all your processes and procedures and you need to do it with your staff. Um, the, there's a multitude of areas where we can drop the ball on our customer service and get dinged by the, by the patient. And, you know, in today's environment with social media and, and so forth, it's so easy for somebody to walk out of your office, had a bad experience, and boom, they're on Google reviews. They're on Facebook telling everybody. And I always say this, and, and it's true. You, you hear this from the experts on customer service. Somebody has a bad experience, they're going to go tell 10 people. Somebody has mm-hmm. a great experience, they're going to tell two. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of an unfair balance there. But so we've got to be very, very careful with our customer service. And far too often I see doctors too internally focused, if you will. They're too focused right. on their experience in the clinic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not the patient's experience. And, you know, unfortunately, I think what we've been taught coming out of school is all you got to do is hang up your, your shingle and 
get great outcomes for patients and everybody in the world will want to come see you and right. love you. And, well, and the reality of that is that's not really true. No, and I think you brought up a really good point right there about how the experience is all about us. Docs were very ego driven. And yep. when we get in practice and we get busy, we're worried about our comfort level every day. And so I, that is a great point because I've seen that so many times. And personally, I've been in that same position. I want the whole world to revolve around me while I'm busy in practice. And I'm not really looking outside that little bubble. Right, right. Yeah. And I, I can give you a great example. I, I mm-hmm. recently had an experience um, at a doctor's office. It wasn't a chiropractic office. It mm-hmm. was a different kind of doctor. I'm not even going to say what kind. But um, but. Uh, I, I actually had three bad experiences. I've, I've been mm-hmm. there three times and I had a bad experience every single time. And I tried to talk to the doctor about it. And his comment was, well, you know, I guess, and my problem was with staff, not him. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, staff's going to do what staff's going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but you got to be more concerned about your patients because your patients are leaving you. If I'm leaving you right, and, and I'm telling you about it, I'm leaving you. And so I, I went to Google and I looked at this guy's reviews and he, he either gets ones or fives, nothing in between. Mm. And, and it's about 50-50. And I'm thinking to myself, holy cow, this guy's got a problem with customer service and he's not even willing to address it because he's so internally focused. Mm-hmm. And, and he so, may be the best doctor on the planet, but... Yeah, he came highly yeah. recommended. Yeah. But... You know, we've got to remember that we've got to turn the focus off of us and we've got to turn it on to the patients. And it's not just the doctor. The doctor can be really great at affecting good customer service, but if the staff isn't, you're going to fall apart Yeah. because you've yeah. got to do it as a team. So, you know, and, and I think customer service sometimes it's intuitive, I think, to you and I. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it's necessarily an intuitive process. So I think the best way to learn customer service, other than from, from books, is uh, to, to embrace every customer service opportunity you ever run into. Pay attention mm-hmm. to what other companies are doing, other businesses, right. businesses are doing. Um, so how do I do that within my own practice when, so, so I know that I've got a problem right now and, and, and this may be captain obvious kind of thing, but some folks that we've talked to are like, well, I, I don't really know what I should do. What should I do as the owner of my practice to identify where maybe some of those customer service failures are? And sometimes they're not the staff's fault. Sometimes that's just the way they've been trained to do something. And and so I'm not saying that we need to lay blame or start pointing fingers. Nope. I'm just saying, okay, as an owner, what's my next step then at that point to improving my patient experience with, with my patients? Well, I think the first step is you have to accept responsibility that you may have an issue and it needs to be corrected. Right. I think that's the biggest thing to be able to get the ego set aside long enough mm-hmm. to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, then you really need to bring some customer service training in to the picture. And and that's something we do all the time with, with mm-hmm. offices. We, yeah. we bring a lot of that to the picture because it's so important. Um, but I think you've also got to make sure that your staff and the doctor too, in some respects, that you're not robotic with your procedures. Right. And that happens sometimes if all you've ever done is teach them how to do things, 
teach them how to process a new patient. You teach them how to check out a patient and schedule mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But, but is it is it mechanical? Is it robotic? Or is it free-flowing and in the moment with the patient? And right. we need to get staff to that point where it's kind of this free-flowing. It's hard to explain. It's kind mm-hmm. of an intangible component. Right. This, this is the problem I always find with scripting. And, and I, I know words. <laughs> I know a lot of offices use scripting to try to teach a process of, you know, right. how to do a financial report of findings or how to talk to a new patient on the, on the phone and get them scheduled. But scripts can be dangerous too, mm-hmm. because pretty soon you're just sitting there reading words and you become very mechanical with the patient. And people don't like that because they know what's happening. Right. They know you're not really talking to them. They know you're reading from a memorized script. Yeah, we and we've learned from that. I mean, I'm still a big fan of scripting for teaching. For so teaching, yeah. Teaching the, the dialogue, and then you make it your own. It, it right. needs to fit your personality. It doesn't need to fit my personality. Now, I want to throw in there, too, one of the best ways that you can figure out what's going on with your office is do the 10,000 foot flyover. Walk through your office and observe all these processes happening. Now, you're going, well, I'm the doc. I'm busy with patients. I don't have time to do that. You can mock it up as well and have a patient go through if you're really that busy to where you don't have time to ever see what's going on in your office or you can't overhear what's going on in different areas of your office. You You need to be in all those areas of your office, seeing what's going on. You have to put your own eyes on it because you're the owner. This is one time you can't delegate and I don't want you to delegate any other time. I I love when people delegate duties around their office and they don't try to do it all. This is one job. I don't want you to delegate for sure. Exactly. No, that's exactly right. And when you walk around the office, walk in the front door, Mm -hmm. be a patient don't don't yep. don't just walk around the office. Literally walk in the front door. What does the patient see? Does your office look professional? Is your staff greeting people when they walk in the door? Um, are they even more importantly, are they greeting them by name? And you're probably mm-hmm. sitting there thinking, well, if it's a new patient, how do they know their name? Yeah. Well, it's on your schedule, and you yeah, know what you time should. they're walking in the door. So yeah. you should still call them by name. And if you call out the wrong person's name, it's okay. You know, it's the attempt to it's the attempt to make that connection. Yep. And we've got to get really good at building those relationships. You know, everybody's always worried about price. Mm -hmm. And I think price is a good indicator of where your customer service is. And I'll give you a great example. If you go to Disney World, go to Disney World, it's like $125 per ticket per day. Right, right. And people, thousands of people, tens of thousands of people are going there every single day. Mm-hmm. And why are people paying that much? Well, it's because they get a great experience and they love the place. Their customer thought, service is over the top. Oh, I thought it was just because they had good food in the food court that you pay $35 <laughs> a person to eat. That might not be what you remember Disney for. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's the experience. So analyze what kind of experience you're giving your patients. Why do people go to Starbucks and pay $7 for a mediocre cup of coffee? It's because yeah. they wrote your name on the cup and you got, it, it's just a great experience. And, and I got to say grande or whatever, whatever size that is, but right. You know, and you use Vente. the Disney, you yeah, Venti, uh, use the Disney experience a lot. And I think it's a great, uh, it, it's a great analogy because sometimes when you walk into the park, it's like, 
ah, I've seen this on TV and it's, you know, it's not, it's not quite as over the top as I thought it was going to be, right? but it's fun and the kids love it. And it, and it really is. They try to make it an interactive experience. And so, you know, you look at that and you go, they've done a lot of things, right? They've done a heck of a lot of things, right? You know, we can always criticize any business. Um, I can sure. find something wrong with about everywhere I go because I watch customer service, but yes, you use Disney for an example a lot because they are probably one of the best examples that we can give out there. Well, it's just proof that people don't really, they're not really as price conscious as we think they are sometimes. And and we we see, and we've talked about this many times, we see a lot of chiropractors discounting their fees because they think that's the way that people are going to be attracted in. But if that's the case, why do so many people drive Porsche, Mercedes, and Lexus? I mean, they're not the cheap cars on the street, but you see them all the time. Why do people go to Disney? It's the experience. Why do people drive the Porsche? Right. It's it's the experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do people pay big bucks for a, a great meal? It's the experience. Right, so right. Create the experience in your office and you'll be able to command higher fees. But you have to have that customer service component in place to make the experience happen. Right. So the customer service is really the foundation mm-hmm. of creating any great business. If right. you don't have good customer service, you're never going to have a great business. Now, now, if you know, you can go at this a couple of ways. I mean, one way is through coaching, um, which yep. is something we're very familiar with. Another way is go out and buy all the books you can find on customer service, which is what we do too. We read about customer service all the time. And Constantly. We, we have favorite books. We have books that we refer back to in a lot of cases when we're talking to clients. Mm-hmm. And so we don't get all this information on our own, but we have compiled an awful lot of information over the last 25 years. Let's put it that way. Cause I think you and I can both go back to books that were written 10, 15, 20 years ago and some that are really current and they've all got caveats that we absolutely love in them. So, and we go to a lot of seminars too about these subjects so that you guys out there don't have to. Yeah. So that's, that's where our coaching experience comes from. And a lot of it is auditing your offices, asking you questions, that sort of thing. So with that said, basically our recap is, is, you know, do a 10,000 foot flyover on your office. I love that idea. Be willing to accept and and own the fact that it's your office. And if it, if it sucks, it's your fault. Yeah. Okay. So then, then <laughs> but right. the good news is then you get to get it, you get to make it better and it gets to be your practice that you're proud of. So very cool thing. Now, so we want to throw out there a couple of things. Number one, if you need some help, by all means, don't hesitate to get a hold of us. And how can they get a hold of us, Dr. Perush? Um, very simple. Just go to catsconsultants.com. You can send us a message. You can jump on our schedules for a for a a phone call <clears throat> we can do a checkup with you um, our phone number is on the website you can contact us in a multitude of ways you can even contact us through facebook at cats uh, chiropractic consultants on facebook mm-hmm. or um, on chiropults uh, Casey chiropults on facebook as well so multitude yeah. of platforms to get in touch with us there you go oh, and it 
And if you're, and if you're still scared and you're afraid that we might actually talk to you and, and motivate you to do something, <laughs> but you just want to ask a question. No, I'm just kidding. But if you want to ask a question, Troy at Cats Consultants, and that's cats with a K, Troy at CatsConsultants.com. So if you have a question that's just, that's just burning that you need to know the answer to, uh, we will do our best to attempt to answer that question. Yep. So, um, Mike, For close sure. us out. I, I think we had a great conversation. Yeah, this today. is a great conversation. Love it. Love it. So get on that customer service out there, everybody. It's important. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the KC Cairo Pulse podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping you keep your pulse on success. Be sure to check us out at catsconsultants.com and stay informed and well-adjusted. We'll see you soon. See ya.